since it's 2019 now, guys, I figured I'd give us a little countdown of some of the best things I saw this year in sports. This is actually the one-year anniversary of my podcast, too, so this is the one-year anniversary episode in a way as well. Been, I think it's over 100 episodes now. It's been a pretty good ride, guys. So over the course of me doing this podcast, it's pretty much the best things I've seen in sports. So my top five stories of sports from this year. Cohen, I want your input after I give the top five and I'll give my honorable mention, see what you think about them. So number one, or actually I'll start, I'll start here with my honorable mention. My num- my honorable mention was Loyola Chicago's run in the NCAA tournament. I mean, I cannot tell you how tired I got of seeing sister Jean on TV. I was so glad when they got put out, I was very pissed off too, that Michigan was able to beat Florida state in that, uh, in that elite eight game. I was absolutely furious because I know we would have beat Loyola Chicago by 20 points and it would have been us getting it being the sacrificial lamb to Villanova in that game. So I was very pissed off about that, but I mean, got to give them a little love. That final four run was crazy. Number five, I have Nick Foles playoff run. I mean, honestly, this should probably be up here a little bit higher, but as much as I hate it, I got to respect it. As much as I hate it, I got to respect it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, what I mean, I don't. I don't really have to go into detail. We all know how unbelievable. I just that wish is. it didn't unreal. happen to our Falcons. Four. Yeah, and I trust me, I do too. I was very. It took me. I sat up in my room in silence for about two hours, just thinking about how that we. And I don't, I don't even want to get into details on that. Number four, I've got Derrick Rose fifty piece and the emergence of Derrick Rose coming back this season. I honestly think this is probably the best like comeback story in the history of sports. There will be a movie on Derrick Rose when that he retires from the NBA. I mean. Just what he's been through. I mean, the fact that last year on the Cavs that he literally took a break from basketball because he didn't even know if he wanted to play anymore. Just imagine going from being the league MVP, arguably the best player in the league, to barely even being able to be in the NBA. I mean, it's crazy what Derrick Rose has gone through and to see where he's at now. It makes me happy every single time to see Derrick Rose score a basket. I mean, it just like just what this guy's been through and the fact that he never gave up and stuck with it is, I think, one of the most inspiring things that I've seen in, in life in general. Number three, I have the Steelers missing the playoffs this year. I mean, the uh, Steelers are one of those teams. I really, honest, I'm be honest with you. If the Steelers got in the playoffs, I was picking them to win the Super Bowl. I just feel like they were the team of destiny that it was their year. They're so stacked, and they missed the playoffs. I mean, I would have never thought they're gonna miss the playoffs. A lot of people picked them to win the Super Bowl. I think they had like the third or fourth highest odds in the season started out. So that's number three. Number two. This is this story also breaks my heart to, to break to y'all, but. Chris Paul injury in the in the Western Conference Finals helping the Warriors win it all. This was James Harden's one chance, one chance, Cohen, one to get chance. the ring, and it got blown by an injury. And then number one, I put the baby Braves making the playoffs just because I thought our year was this year. I was kind of like, whatever. I'm not even really going to keep up. I mean, I will keep up with MLB and yeah, watch our young players this year, but like, it's not going to be worth anything. But Braves, we man, they made me proud. The They're the only one of my teams. We we're we're ahead of exactly. schedule. They were the That's only one like to see. Suck this year. Yep. Yeah. Thank God they made the playoffs, dude. All my teams are garbage this year. We still could have even won thank that series. Braves. We could have we could have even won that playoff mm-hmm. series. Oh, absolutely. Do you think do you think I forgot anything big in here? No, but I will quickly run through my five before we get out of here so you can go to work. Um, number five, the baby Braves are back. This is what I did on uh, the Daily Degenerate on last Monday, I guess. Um, okay. number four, the Tyson Fury fight. If you're, if you're not into fighting, go watch the Tyson Fury fight. Watch him rise from the dead and tell me that wasn't a great fight. Um, number three, Atlanta United wins the MLS championship. It's not a real championship yet, but it's a good appetizer for what is to come. And no, I don't believe that. I know Atlanta's a cursed sports city and we're not going to win a title in the next three, four years. I know we're not, but let's hope. 
Number two, yeah. Utah Jazz beat the Oklahoma City Thunder four to two in the first round of the playoffs. They had three All Stars from that year. We had zero. Eat shit, Oklahoma City Thunder. Number one, which was, I didn't love it because I, I cheer for Germany in the World Cup, but just to see how they fell apart this year, and even though they won that game against mm-hmm. Sweden on that walk off goal, um, to see their struggles in the World Cup and the, to see France win. Um, I picked France. If Germany doesn't win, I said France. France was too stacked. Um, England had a good run. It was a very, very, very incredible World Cup, I'd like to say. Yeah, no, it was. I picked uh, I picked France to win it all, too. Um, they're actually in my uh, best games. I've got a, shout, a little shout-out here to the World Cup. Um, my three most dominant teams we saw this year, at number three, I put the Red Sox. They went 108-54. and 54. They absolutely just pummeled the Yankees and Astros and even the Dodgers in the World Series. Those were the three best teams in yeah, baseball, and they made 100%. them. They, the, the Astros literally looked like they were about – The Astros looked like they were on a – like. Yeah, they looked like quickly, they were the best team in the league by far. Like, quickly, quickly disposed of those three teams. Yeah, that's the what Red I'm Sox saying. were was, on a mission. It looked dude. too easy. I mean, they yeah. Yeah, they looked like they were in a league of their own. Number two, I've got Villanova. They were 36 and four. Um, they won the Big East tournament. They won the Big East outright, and they uh, won the March Madness. They covered every single spread in March Madness. I mean, Villanova was in control of every I single did not team. Know that. When I knew that they were I way better than that. everyone was when they played at Xavier, and Xavier was number three, and they were number two, and they just like the game was never close. Xavier cut the lead to two points one time, but after that, Mikael Bridges hit four threes in a row and put it away. I mean, they were head and shoulders above everybody. Number one, I have to go with the Philadelphia Eagles. And that's because they were 13-3 and three on the season. They lost week two to Andy Reid, who we all know is unreal the first six weeks of the season. And they lost week 17 with Nate Sudfeld. And they lost their MVP quarterback and still went to the Super Bowl and won. And they absolutely blew the Vikings out of the water in that championship game. They outplayed Tom Brady with a backup quarterback. I got to give the Eagles number one most dominant team. Would you disagree with any of those? Um, I would disagree with your, word, with your use of the word dominant. But that's not what we're doing. Let's get out of here. All right, uh, what, we're almost almost done. All right, so my top five best games of the year. My honorable mentions were the Chiefs versus Rams. Not enough. De- I just feel like there was no defense in that game. It was fun to watch. It was really not one of the best. Nah, nah. There were the some Patriots picks. There were some Jags. picks and fumbles. There were some picks and fumbles in that in in, in that game. That Rams Chiefs game. All right, but like no defensive stops. Really, no, you know no, definitely I mean? not. No, no, definitely like not. The, the punter. Yeah, the the punters could have not showed up to that game. Pats versus Jags AFC Championship game. I have that, and I also awesome have game. An honorable awesome mention. game. Um, yeah, as an honorable mention, I also have Game Four of the World Series when the Red Sox came back down six zero to win the game nine six. That game was pretty crazy. They did all that in the late innings. Yep. Um, and number five, I'm gonna go with a little with a um, a little tie here between the Red Sox. Actually, no, no, I'll just go number five straight up. Chiefs at Broncos on Monday night. That was week four. Pat Mahomes' left-handed pass when he led the comeback. I mean, I feel like that was the emergence of Pat Mahomes to truth to really be what we what he had been teasing us to what he could we, be. And that, We that knew was, he was here when he did that. Mm-hmm, that, was the, that was the arrival of Pat Mahomes. At uh, number four, I have Red Sox versus Dodgers game three, 18 inning game, longest game in World Series history. The game was both teams scored the 13th inning and Muncie hit the walk off in the 18th. It was weird. Actually, the bar was cl- closed before the game ended. I couldn't believe it. The game ended at like four o'clock. Were in the you morning, at work or were you, you, were you at work or were you? No, I was drinking? at work. So nice. 
I was at work, so yeah, I had a little something nice to do after hours. Yeah. Um, number three was Be- was Belgium versus Japan. Japan was up 2-0 with 25 minutes left. Belgium scored three goals in the final 25, including one in the 94th minute of stoppage time to win it in the last mm-hmm. possible minute. That game was absolutely crazy. I also have t- – so then at number two, I have a two-way tie between both UGA-Bama games. I mean, both those games were absurd, the national awesome. championship Great and the take. SEC championship. I love that. Both were, awesome. Yeah, both were – both were hilarious too, mm-hmm. just to watch Georgia lose and be with all Georgia fans, just to watch their morale I Georgia drop fans. down. I hate Georgia. Georgia fans, so that I love that game. I don't even like. Oh, yeah, the, I, was the, the I went to Alabama, but honestly, fuck the tide, whatever you want to call it. I hate Georgia. Georgia fans are dumb, redneck, inbred hicks. Thank you, Alabama Crimson Tide, for making that happen. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I also have tied with them at number two here: the Vikings Saints Hail Mary. I just think that that was just, I mean, that game was absolutely crazy how the Vikings threw that Hail Mary and ended up winning the game. I thought the Saints had that one in the bag for sure. So, I mean, that game, absolutely crazy game. Number one game of the year. I don't know, it's a little controversial. You could say a lot of these could be, but I have LeBron drops 51 against the Warriors. And then, of course, the infamous, the very infamous, the play that will never be forgotten, the J.R. The Smith rebound. Or the um, Cavs go to overtime and blow it. You know, I mean, I think you that know how I feel about five. that game. J.R. Smith could have not even grabbed that offensive rebound. He fought to grab that offensive rebound. Sad that he didn't make the play that he should have, but even then, it was off of a missed free throw by George Hill. Blame George Hill before you blame J.R. Smith. I'll, I'll put it to you that way. Yeah, no, absolutely. But, I mean, that game, I think out of all the games I've ever watched in my entire lifetime in sports, that'll be one of, like, the three that sticks the most with me. Unfortunately, the game that'll always stick the most with me until the day I die is Super the Bowl. unspeakable one. And it has to do with the – yeah. I'm going to say another word about it. I hate yeah, that. I don't even want to talk about it. The top three plays I saw this year real briefly, number three, once again, Vikings, Saints, Hail Mary – um, number two, Pat Mahomes left-handed pass on fourth down. Number one, James Harden breaks Wesley Johnson's ankles, licks his lips as he spins the ball and hits that the three-pointer. That That's the most yucky. disrespectful play. Yeah, the two most disrespectful plays I've seen in all-time sports is that and Aqib Tlaib snatching Michael Crabtree's chain. Those that wasn't even a play. That was just a, that was just a thing. That was a thing that happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was just some straight disrespect yeah, that was, on the yeah. field at, at, at one time. Oh. That was crazy. Yeah, that and Iverson stepping over T. Lou. Those will be the three most disrespectful <laughs> I'll always think of. So my final little things here before I take us out of here is my breakout athlete of the year, Patrick Mahomes. I don't think there's any questions there that no he's the biggest breakout athlete of the year. No competition. Yeah, Oladipo would be his next biggest one, which is not even a thing. <laughs> not even a um, My athlete – yeah, yeah. I'd put like Vic Oladipo would be at like a three on the scale, and Mahomes would be at like a 15 out of 10. So yeah. that's how absurd that one is. I didn't know we were even uh, having that conversation. Yeah, my most disappointing thing I had this year or thing that happened to me in sports this year was the Falcons season and everybody getting hurt. I mean, that tore my heart out once again by the Falcons. The Falcons have played with my mate. The Falcons are like that girl you can't you just can't leave alone. You know what I mean? They tear your heart out year time after time and time. Yet you keep coming back for some more. That's how the Falcons are for me, man. They do it to me every single time. That's my hair. Um, the one. 
Yeah, the one thing I would change this year that happened in sports was Chris Paul getting hurt. I mean, I would have been fine with everything that's ever happened to me in sports if James Harden could get a championship or Atlanta could get a championship, just so people leave my boy alone and give him the respect he deserves. But once again, it doesn't happen. And my athlete of the year is James Harden. Y'all might think I'm a little biased to this, but he finally got the MVP, and he is absolutely tearing every team to pieces right now in the NBA without Chris Paul. He started the year out hot, and he's finished it out hot. I think he's got to be athlete of the year. I, I don't agree with that, but I do know where you're coming from. Um, you know more about James Harden than I do, and you're always trying to stick up for him to me, and I'm just kind of indifferent to him. I don't I don't hate him like everybody else does. I know the hustle is the hustle, but then again, go Utah Jazz. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, if y'all want to hear me and Cohen go at it about James Harden, I mean, he's going to be my top topic of, of conversation tomorrow with the season he's been having. We haven't really had a chance to discuss how hot he's been. We'll be discussing NBA Christmas Day, the John Wall injury, um, if the Celtics are better without Kyrie Irving, all that stuff on the Association podcast we'll be recording tomorrow. Should be out around 8 o'clock at night. I'll post it to my feed, too. As well, we'll Cohen with the Daily Degenerate. We appreciate y'all tuning into another episode of Hot Takes with TP3. This has been another good one. It's a little long, but I appreciate those of y'all that stuck around and listened to the whole thing. Cohen, I mean, I appreciate you having having you on again, man. Any last words for the people here? Um, honestly, no. Hope everybody had a great New Year. Um, one weird thing that happened to me today, I've been trying to like work out more. You know, like New Year's resolution type shit, classic mm-hmm. New Year's resolution. Go get the gym. I like it. Um, no one was in the gym with me today. I literally had the gym to myself today at my apartment complex. And we, I have like a big apartment complex. I was kind of weird. Get to the gym, you fat fucks. So you, so did you work out with your shirt off? No, I wish. I didn't want to get all the shit sticky with my goddamn <laughs> fat boy sweat. <laughs> hey, if I was the only person in the gym, that's probably what I would have done. But yeah, well, you're fucking yoked, dude. You you're a sexy bastard. Look at you. You're goddamn uh, you, you, absolute that, unit. Bro, the, the holiday season have, uh, haven't done my gut too well. No, but me neither. We were, like you said, that's that's everybody's New Year's revolution, baby. Get back in the gym. But mm-hmm. once again, we appreciate y'all tuning in, and we'll talk to y'all again tomorrow. All right, guys. Uh, great episode. Had a good time. You guys enjoy the rest of your day. Be blessed.